that I tell so well you don't like my dirty rap shit and go to hell with short dogs on the mic telling cocktail. All you washed up hoes tryna throw that pee You just a big freak, you better not complain When you hear these cocktails and you hear your name If you a fake bitch, ain't no thing I pick up the phone and call Deneen If I call Marie, I know for a fact I get sucked in my drop top Cadillac I met this freak, name Naomi Straight dick sucker work me and my homie She had a girlfriend, her name was Vicky I pulled her to the side and let her suck my dick She was fine as fuck, but can't fuck with Tina Tina, Tina, the sperm cleaner I took her to my house and I told her strip Baby got freaky, start doing the splits I said, bitch, do what you want Cause a true blue Mac won't even front I fucked it with my finger, she tried to come Pussy so tight and wouldn't give me none I'm served too short, couldn't be no punk Trying to get funky cause I love the funk My dick is big and her nigga had a little one I didn't fuck a freaky ass but it was still fun I know you stop and wonder just what it is It's the California lifestyle that I live See I'm from the crew, dangerous bitch Telling everybody about this freaky shit I know this bitch, name Annette You get her all alone and she'll suck your dick Hella freaky, won't say no for shit You and her all alone nigga, that's your bitch Yeah, but make me mad and I'll fuck your wife Have fun with your bitch 
Have her sprung on my dick I guess I pull it out and just come on your bitch Like my other little trap named Erica Anywhere I wanna fuck, that's where I fuck Cause she's the freakiest bitch in America And every time I get the pussy, I just tear it up Cause these are the tales, the freaky tales These are the tales that I tell so well You don't like my dirty rap, shoot and go to hell Cause short dogs on the mic telling cocktails Bitch Radio presented by Follow Black Dollars, sponsored by Wristwear Customs and Avery Hart's new book, Splintered. <laughs> Wholesome High and Splintered Wood. We're back. Took so a one week hiatus. Man. Sorry about that. Uh, uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Sorry about that. We're back on the air, yo. Whoa, We're yeah. back. Yeah, we are. Now, I just <laughs> am cracking up because. When you're away for a Yo, week. Yo, I am Mark Say from Cardi B. Can I finish my <laughs> intro? You rude ass motherfucker. I mean, I damn. just wanted to make that known for those well, that like me. You should have said that when you was talking, nigga Rachi. All right. <laughs> 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 All right. As you can see, we're back. We've been away from a week, for a week, but we are back in the building. There we go. There we go. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So what's been going on? What's been going on other than Cardi B? Man, um, well, the Mueller report is done. <laughs> not released. What you else? knew the you come on now. Did you really think he was gonna release that? Nah, I didn't. Exactly. Anybody got time for that fool? <laughs> like, come on now. You can't expect things to be done the way that they're supposed to because they haven't done anything that they're supposed to i mean come on i don't come on you should have known better anybody that was expecting anything less than what well, anything more than what we got that's somebody that obviously <clears throat> hasn't been paying attention mm-hmm. you're right absolutely man what else has been going on well the guy the white dude that you know assaulted the black lady in dallas texas yeah i've seen that jail. Yeah, this some biscuit eater 
come out of there, cut his hair, clean shaven. They're trying to make him look like he's the average everyday do gooder next door white boy no. discarding <laughs> discarding completely discarding the fact that he beat this woman up like a grown ass man in a parking lot over a parking space with a with a pistol in his hand i mean the uppercuts he was handing her you would have thought he was he was that was his real live mortal combat because he was trying to deal a fatality but he was in fear of his life man fuck out of here i know nah and you strap if you if, let me tell you that what type of pussy is you if you strap and you confronting abroad oh, in a parking lot over a parking space. And next thing you know, mm. you're whooping her ass and pulling your pistol over a parking space. A parking space. A parking space. Parking space. Man. Parking space. Just 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 so park parking space. You know, every single time that I go somewhere and I use my VIP parking. I always now have to keep an eye out because I don't know which one of these um, persons of a lighter brand than me <laughs> is going to have the audacity to say something to yeah, me getting up. out of that spot. Yo, uh, and I don't you. have any visible physical handicap. Right. Not realizing that I do. And anybody that knows me knows what I have wrong. So... Don't try me in this day and age because it's not going to end well. It's either going to end with one, two people dead, or with some type of foolishness is going to go down. Right. I mean, and the case in point, I was with my niece the other day. And, uh, uh, yeah, I was, I, I almost had to get this, this older one because she was, I had, t- had to take my niece down there and she just came up and walked dead smack in front of us like we wasn't standing there. Anybody that knows me knows the look on my not face. Good. <laughs> it was not like, wait a minute. Wait, wait, because I know I didn't just see or she didn't just do what she what. Come on, because what year is it? It's not 1963. Man. I, 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 excuse, excuse me. Excuse me. You, excuse man, me. President Cheeto got these people. Man, did you just do what I think you did? Got these people thinking they can get that off. I mean, she turned around and said, no, no, she was working with me. I had to go. OK, OK. That's all you had to say. You at least could have said, excuse me. Man, Remember your man. Several hundred thousand phase have been ran. My niece looked at me like. In office. <laughs> <laughs> My niece looked at me like, please just. <laughs> she, she, yeah because i mean i got to live here you, you, <laughs> no it's not even that the fact that this is where we're at like you can't even go to the store you can't pull into a parking spot you can't do everyday things you can't barbecue you can't sit in your car and read a book because somebody somewhere is perceiving you That's based on the color of your skin as a goddamn threat how stupid is that and you could be at your own house, man. In your own. But this yard. is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. This is where we're at in 2019. We are what seven? April is Monday, so we're what six months from 2020. Freaking 2020, y'all. 2020, 2020, right. 2020. <laughs> and look at the foolishness that is going on. People are concerned about the wrong things i have seen so much foolishness with cardi b and and these this celebrity stupid shit that is all a this distraction 
to keep you simple minded sheep unaware of the bigger things and the bigger pictures that are being going down and what's being gotten away with. Like all these conservative judges being elected. Oh my God. We don't life. even, we don't even <laughs> want to talk. I mean, for the life. legislation, the legislation that is being passed on the state level alone in these states, Ohio right now, what they're trying to do, but y'all want to talk to me about Cardi B. Fuck Cardi B. Let her get her money. If they're going to take her career down, they're going to take her career down. If they're not, they're not. Actually, She's not she, the only actually, one. She took her own career down. She's not the only <laughs> one. And it's irrelevant. It, makes, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. No, because it still doesn't change the fact that me, you, and, and Goldie can't go in nowhere out here in America, especially if we down south somewhere, and let me pull into my handicapped parking spot and see won't Bubba and them come try to say some shit. I wasn't threat for my life. But yeah, let me, uh, Mark, no, no, we have got to do better. They're trying to make open carry here. Exactly. But we have got to do better as Athletes Americans. Carry. Open carry is already here. Yeah. As, as Americans yeah. with Some the foolishness that we are allowing these people to get away with. And the only way that it will change and there will be any type of stoppage is really starting to pay attention to what they're trying to pass in your legislatures, your local, um, your local. What the hell is that? That's that thing. OK. Your local um, city councils, your mayors We're coming up into primaries like there's a lot of fundraisers. I've been going to several fundraisers because it's fundraising season in Lorain County for these people running for these different little offices. And I have stepped away from doing this type of things for God, what is it? 2019. So it's been well over probably 15 years since I was really back into getting and doing these type of things and dealing with these people on a regular basis and seeing how the, the talk and the rhetoric is what gets people put into these positions. And it just really grinds my gears that, as I attend these things, it's all the same thing. The only difference is, is it's a different generation of people that are grooming their kids to talk about the same exact thing, keeping things the status quo. And you go to these fundraisers and you don't see people that represent you. You don't see the diversity that may be of the neighbors on your street or your kids who they go to school with. Right. You don't see that at these fundraisers. But people are coming in and they're paying big monies for this stuff. And they're paying for the right to tell this person, I want you to do this and I want you to make sure this doesn't pass. And I want you to make sure that we keep it like this. A lot of us need to understand that that is how it works. All this other stuff means nothing. Because when they come in here with all these legislation laws and we're sitting here like, uh, what just happened? Right. You wasn't paying attention. You was too busy on Instagram. You wasn't paying attention. You was too busy on Instagram. You, you didn't go to the, to the meetings. Man, posting memes and shit. They came to your door with the flyer that said the meeting Man. was happening here at Man. this time and place, Man. but you Man. wasn't there. It's crazy. And I mean, it just it just blows my mind that people really think. Or you was too busy saying, I voting don't, don't, don't do nothing. I'm like, man, they do so much stuff to prevent you from voting. I mean, it's part of the, it's definitely part of the, uh, the solution, you know what I'm saying? I mean, ultimately, we know that people with dough is going to run stuff. However, you know, do whatever it is you can, you know, to affect change. You know, whatever you can, you do. Uh, today, we are discussing 
workplace spouses, workplace bulls. When did that become a thing is one of the questions. And if you have a work, a work husband or a work wife, what is it? What is, what is y'all's relationship at work? Yeah. Like, what, what, I don't even, I wouldn't even know. What can, what, what, what do you guys do at work that consists of bestowing that title work husband, work wife on a particular specific individual at work? Right. You know, how are they so special that they are, you know, yo, your one and only at the job. Like, what are y'all doing? Are y'all just going out to lunch? You know what, you I'm, know saying? what I'm saying? Or you know what I'm saying? Are you what? what what's going on? Like, yeah, what is, <laughs> what, what is it? Like, are you are you, you going throwing out each other business? Right. You know what I'm saying? Are you paying bills? You know what I'm saying? Are you working together as a team to get more money? Hey, Fontaine. Are you, are you banging out? Omar. Um, in the car or wherever you right. can in the building. What you know, what, what goes you, on what with the workplace spouses? With the workplace husband, the workplace right wife. Because inquiring minds want to know. I know, but I mean it's a, it's a thing though. That's my it's, workplace it's a huge bull. Thing. I hear it all the time, and it's just like you know what I'm saying, fellas. It. You ever like took your uh your girl some food and and be with that <laughs> one dude that be mugging you and shit when you when you drop the food off? That's hey, the that's workplace work, boo. boo. That's her work boo. That's her work. Well, that's the work it? boo. That's her work bay. Right, work bay. <laughs> that's them. Or, or, or ladies, you ever go to get drop something off to your husband or your man? And you know you got the one lady that's like, oh yeah, I heard so much about you. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're a sweetheart. That's the workplace boo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you that's were the one that helped her with her car. Right. That is how Evelyn be when I drop your All right, I got an answer. I got an answer. You spend so. Uh, this is from Fontaine. You spend so much time at work. That you have that person who is trustworthy, not sexual per se. So why isn't that just a friend? All right, we got Maria Torres in the building. We got Jonathan Lazada in the building. Cuzzo, what's up? What's up? Why isn't it just a friend then? If it's if if this if 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 it's not sexual and it's not emotional and you feel like this is somebody that you can trust, then why is it not just a, a friend? I don't know. I mean, a, maybe a, the title a, a in of friend. itself is misleading. This, you know is, what I'm this, saying? Is, this is why we're having this discussion. Because right. I we want to know. know. I need to know. Because in my head, from what I, you just said, that's a friend. A friend. <laughs> I mean, if, if it's that serious, if it's somebody that you can trust, if it's somebody that you know, can slide you some gas money or catch you a ride home or get you a meal. That's, you know your, that's the homie. Exactly. So That's the so, homie. So why does it... Why we got to put a boo be, or a spouse right, on there? Why does it got to be a work husband and a work wife? I don't understand that. If that's just my <laughs> friend. That And if we were outside, but is it is it because if you were outside of work, you wouldn't, you wouldn't mess around? Right. You know what I'm saying? Because then that's not really your friend. That's just your coworker because that's your acquaintance. But if you would kick it outside of work, then that's your friend. If it's not something that's supposed to be emotional, and you, as you said, it's not sexual. Hey, Maria. Oh, Lord. <laughs> we have a special guest in the building. We talking, we, we're talking workplace spouses, yeah. workplace yeah. bulls. Man, I'm going to tell you, because I've been in this situation before. Yeah. If I could put it in songs, it's two songs. It's one that used to be... It's one that used to be like, more than friends, 
Less than lover. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was another one called I'll see you next lifetime. Oh, the Erica Badu. Oh, joint? so basically so, it's somebody at work that you that, that that you would smash, but you can't smash. But here's the thing, that lightweight goes no, to it, it, they can have a husband, you can have a wife. But when y'all spend so y'all spend more time together than Yeah, because you're at work. You're at work eight to ten hours a day. Right. So y'all build this relationship. They there for you when you have office issues, you there for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go, I'll talk to her for you. Or I talk to them for you to each other. So it's like y'all got each other's back at work and it's like, oh girl, if we could, I would, but I can't, so we I ain't see you at work. <laughs> <laughs> Which and I can understand that. But what I would say akin to that would be in all the jobs that I've had, and I've worked in a lot of different, lot of different places. Over the years, okay? and a lot of jobs. There's been a lot of different types of relationships. Mm-hmm. And at the greatest point in any of those, I would never put the term work husband, work boo, or anything like that on that. We were just really great friends. Because here it is in 2019. So you said you had a relationship no, listen, like that? No. But you didn't have a name for it? The, no, I said I would not put that name on it. Because oh. here in 2019, these people, there are certain people that I still talk to. And we still have that mental, that friendship connection. It was not not, not something, not some see you next lifetime <laughs> type of shit. Because that implies that there's some type of emotional want or connection with that individual. If, if, as he said with the first comment, if it's not supposed to, if it's not something sexual and it's not emotional, then essentially we are, this is somebody that is a really good, going to be a really strong okay, friend to you. Okay, touching like a lot of topics. But this is what I'm saying. In this particular time, because that's what I'm saying, I've worked a lot of jobs and there's people that know me that are on my Facebook that I've known just from work experiences. Mm-hmm. And very few of those people do I still go out with. Like Maria's one, I, Maria's been on my Facebook for years. We worked together years and years and years and years ago. And before you go too far, I want to ask you a question. Do you think do you, do you think your relationship at work was the way it was because of you or because of them? Most Meaning likely like, being because of both people. You, you said, I, I know you. you. When you see stuff going in the direction that you don't like, you're going to set up boundaries quick. You're going to be like, look, you know, we... I like you would say something like, "Hey, homie," or "We for you know you like a good friend," and just let him know he in the friend zone. But do you think he wouldn't have if he could have? I'm asking. I can't speak on that individual or any of those people because I'm not them. But if I was to guess, I would lean more towards it being on their end because, as you said, I am a person That's with boundaries. Like and anybody that. No, no, no. Anybody that I let close to me for anything, whether Mm -hmm. it's anything, the way my spidey sense goes, that's off rip when I deal with people. It's not, I don't really give, they say never judge a book by its first cover, and I don't. I let people show me who they are before I continue on. And once I see who you are, I know how to act accordingly. If at any point you're saying, if at any point I may sense something want to go a little further, what would I do, or would it would be the other person? No, I said no. I guess, I guess what I'm basically saying is, do you think that they had that they was under the same 
boundaries you was like no like, like sometimes like i could be in these cool relations like i had one time and i'm gonna give you this one example i was with i was working at this uh i was come home from juvenile i was working this uh non-profit organization mm-hmm. i don't want to say the name but i was doing data entry this is when computers were first being introduced and they was putting all the stuff on paper into the computer mm-hmm. so there was part of my work program and there was a girl in the class she was a big girl and she wasn't attractive at all but she was so sweet to me. She was so nice to me. And I think that's what made me close to her. She would always bring me something to drink when she went to get something to drink. She would, hi, how's your day? She'd always be happy no matter how mad or sad I might have been. She would make my day happy. Right. She was just a, a precious with a great personality. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And that and, when that attracts, that it does attract people to you. Mm-hmm. But I was, I was like, <laughs> I had to instantly set up these boundaries because I could tell... Like she wanted more from me. Like mm-hmm. I could tell it was going to a a, a a different level of conversation. Like first we was talking about all these nice things and she told me about her church life and da da da. And then one day we started talking about uh is it cool not to wear panties to work? <laughs> and I was like, what? Man <laughs> I was like, I wouldn't expect nothing like that out of you. <laughs> like, that took so a I think I kinda bring that side of people out, I don't know why, but I like I, I, I have a lot of sex conversations throughout courses of days and You gotta and remember too, a lot of people don't relationship don't, conversations. They a lot of people don't feel comfortable talking about sex in an adult way. And a lot of people In general and especially that, at work. Yeah. And right. a lot of people will misconstrue that as wanting interest when it's like, no, we are having a conversation, but a lot of people aren't as sexually mature sexually mentally mature as they like to think that they are i think it's barriers and boundaries in Mm -hmm. place at work like and once you crack one (laughs) if you don't hurry up and put a a, a inside boundary on it it could get further and further yeah you give them an inch they take them out today is should i wear underwear to work tomorrow is i don't got nothing on so it 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 it, it gradually (laughs) grows before i let her go too far i start Use a terminal. I like you like a sister. I mm-hmm. wish I had mm-hmm. and stuff like this, just so she know that. And it wasn't like I, if she had. I don't know. I'm being petty, I guess, or maybe a little superficial. But she was a beautiful person, and she was a great friend. I wish I knew where she was because she was real cool. I haven't seen her in years and years and years. But I remember I was kind of uncomfortable. Like I was getting. I, I should have went to human resources. <laughs> 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 She said certain things to me. <laughs> she was trying to be. She was trying to be your workplace spouse, man. She, your workplace was, but in her mind. Well, no, that sounds like she was trying to I'm be saying, more. No, okay, now, right. I'm glad you said yeah. that because you brought me back to the point because I went so far. For, but in her mind, I was her workplace husband. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, she you was, was just my her friend, workplace coworker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you feel mm-hmm. So when I say. It's, it, it must be that it's so common that they had to even start having a name for it. It's become common across the board. Like everybody at every job know a couple that's there. That's that they're assuming has some type of relationship. But isn't that what we always do? We assume until we know for sure. I mean that that's why they see it, so they label it something. Mm-hmm. Oh, they just workplace booze because I know her dude and his girl. But uh, and then then that just goes back to the fact that you really didn't have nothing else better to do than to put a label on something because you are excluded from 
whatever these two individuals yeah, are doing. The first person, because by the yeah. You know what I'm saying? Job, it was just a rumor. I well, this is the thing, because think about <laughs> it. We're talking about work. Think about it. We're talking about right. work. And most places, and we really like to focus, you know, on people that work in customer service, hospitality, mm-hmm. call centers, insurance, all that stuff where you're dealing with people on, What's a, daily up? Ba- on a daily basis. Eric Wilson, scratch so paper in the building. If you are in those type of environments, you're working in an office with anywhere from, you know, 20 and up to you know two three hundred people in in an office as uh uh in an office environment yeah so if you have found somebody out of all the people that you work with on your daily shift whatever it is that you really click with the fact that now other people who you may or may not have clicked or may have wanted to try to get to know you and can't and or for whatever reason, you know, you may not be as close. Now, these people are what you're saying is throwing that label. Oh, they just workplace. That's just workplace bay, whatever. No, you they're still there's out of, out of, you know, 20 people, 200 people. But it's going to be like a corporate response. It's going to be like a regular person response. Cause of course, what do you mean? The corporate response would be like, it shouldn't be no relationships, period. Everybody should just be What's up, Chris Blue? Job. Well, a lot. Yeah, it depends. But if you actually read your handbook the, and see what the what the guidelines are, and you're exactly right. If, if the guidelines in the company handbook are the such that they forbid, quote, unquote, fraternization, mm-hmm. that entails a relationship during work and outside of work that interferes with work. So that they mean a manager, team lead, dating anybody lower. Workplaces where you got to put in like a request form to date somebody. There are, that is policy at some places too. I've actually worked at a couple of places where they've had that policy where they didn't care if you messed around, you just had to let them know that you were in a relationship. That's a safety issue though. Exactly. Because that was the reasoning behind it because it's a safety safety issue issue because if, because if they don't know that two of their workers are in a relationship or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and that goes sour, and somebody comes in there and shoots up the place, this company is now liable. Yeah. Now you have to That's make if exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I, I mean, look all like, these look, offices getting it. shot yeah. up every I'm month. Saying, exactly. Wild, That's, I'm saying wild, like, what Dr. Borkowski in the building. It's What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So that's the thing. So a lot of them do have that policy where, yeah, we don't care if you date, if you do whatever, just let us know. We have to know. We have to know because if it goes sour. I always thought, you know why I thought they did that? I thought they did that so in case I cuss your wife, your girlfriend out, I, I, I know that you coming. Like, just <laughs> like, cuss my girlfriend out at lunch. <laughs> hey, Monique. <laughs> let them know who dating so we know, like, look, man, get your girl. Man. man. <laughs> like, yeah, but that's man. the thing, though. You have to know. I mean, plus, I mean, if you're looking at promotional opportunities or if you don't get a promotion or what have you, or if you do, they want to make sure that everybody's above board. Cause you'll have a situation where you got a supervisor dating dating somebody on the team, and then that team member gets promoted. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I wonder. I, we know why they got promoted, so that's why they want to know. Or they'll make you leave the depart, leave that particular division altogether if you want to date them. Yeah, I heard of that too. I heard, I've heard of them like re- transfer you and relocate you. Well, yeah. I guess it do. It behooves a company. I guess it behooves a company to. Uh, want to know that information like right. you said in 2019 yeah and then and that's and that's another issue that i don't think people take into consideration when 
they well, do. How would that work if you y'all both married? Of, uh, huh? What if y'all both married? Y'all can't just. Well, here's the thing: if you're this, that takes it to a whole different level because if you're married, if you're both married and you're in um this this alleged work relationship to the point where you have to notify the company, you need to be notifying your spouses of divorce. Because, <laughs> because that is some truly man that is that is exactly what needs to happen because that is some some very which again immature, is a safety issue exactly safety and that because that's a very immature way man. to handle the situation if it's gotten to that point to the point where it's 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 crossed the border to where you may not be Physical. See, I was never a fan of that whole emotional. situation, man. I would never, you know, I refer to it as shitting when you eat. Exactly. Right. I was no. I'm here to get. I'm, I'm here to make my money, man. Listen, make my money yeah, go I, exactly. Because right. all I need is my pay to the order up. Right. I don't because I don't, I don't need, no need that extra no stuff at all. And it I don't need anything. Things. It not only does it complicate things, but if every all of us in here are of the same persuasion, so we know going into a lot of these places. You know, it doesn't take a whole lot for us to get called down to the principal's office. No. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and, and, and me and my situation, you know, if you know me, you know I got a mouth. So it, it's it's been quite a few times where I've had to explain things that I've said where someone has taken a completely different oh, they've way. they've been in their feelings. Exactly. And it's like what you don't understand is... I am not here for any of you motherfuckers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, At I am all. here for my check. And I, like I told the story a few weeks ago with the lady uh, that, that tried to get me fired because she, and then had the nerve to ask me, well, do you like me, bitch? I don't, what does it matter if I like you? Right. If, you know what I'm saying? You're not signing these checks. You're not. I need this paid to the order of. No, it's not. But that's and the a lot thing. of people have the. But a lot of people had that twisted. People feel like I guess you wasn't popular in high school, but you popular at this job. Exactly. exactly. Get over it. It's over. Exactly. Man. And it's like no, ain't nobody got time for all that. At all. Which I mean, again, mm-hmm. like you said, I don't. Nah, because I'm not gonna have anything confused here, man. Which wow. is why I believe that. Rem- telecommuting is awesome. <laughs> awesome. I, I, I've, honestly seen, I've honestly seen a few relationships come out of workplace romance. Like when yeah, they brought I have it up in marriage and kids mm-hmm. and a beautiful everything. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, they they didn't work together no more. They wound up going to different departments in yeah. different areas because how do you sit back and watch somebody that you're sleeping with get reprimanded? Well, and a lot of that too. Unfairly, wow. Or you know from back in the mm-hmm. day. Before y'all hooked What's up, up Tom? who was at her neck. You know what I'm saying? Like, she my girl. Nah, you got to stop that. Right. You know, it's <laughs> going to be a little different around here. Y'all right. going to quit treating her like she ain't right. You know right. what I mean? Uh-huh. So we couldn't work because how could you handle that? Even if it was the boss. Like, dude, all you have to do is say it. She heard you. Well, that, and that's the thing. When you take it's it to the point where it's now <laughs> transcended, where it's now transcended a a, a, a work specific relationship, that is a whole different bag of worms. And like you said, I've I've known people that have met at work and we started in the same training class, or we came in in a training class and they met somebody that worked there. And you know, maybe this was 2004 or some shit, and here it is 2019, 15 years later. You know, they're still together. But yeah, they don't work together. No. And nine times out of ten, we the reason we didn't work together is because. 
the either the the campaign or something shut down or the company went out of business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, it's it that really just speaks to the time specific in your life and the people that you allow around you and you allow around your spirit because that goes back to what you were saying before about the girl with the personality a lot of that and what we were talking about before we on on air with the the other types of broads because you will have these women that think just because they look a certain type of way you're supposed to automatically want to be with them and have all their, you know, have that status and that have them as that that or that, promote that, them. that exception. Like, <laughs> this is who I'm with, right? But you know, I see now that a lot of people want to be on the spiritual and the energy thing, and and it's it's it and it is what it is. Stay negative woke. negative energy and negative energy attract each other. Positive energy and positive energy attract each other. So if you have somebody who has a very light specific to where everyone or everybody that you meet, you affect in some type of way, whether it's good or bad, that is going to affect the people that you're able to work with and relate to on a daily basis for eight to 10 hours a day. Yeah. Because a lot of people won't want to deal with <laughs> the tall black girl who got an opinion on everything. Do you got to claim your work? <laughs> <laughs> Do you got to claim your work wifey? Man, I mean, that's like, a great question. You Put it to the audience. The do, you? do you have you to claim your well, work spouse? Here's the thing: if, if if you already in that, if if people are already seeing you as that situation, as as work wifey, work husband, they always eat lunch together. No, when exactly. I say claim, <laughs> exactly. no, 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 no. When I say claim, like, say they a, always go out to the car man. for a smoke break together. It just should be them, though, right? As a man, another female co-worker walks up to me and say, oh, that's your little wife, your little job wifey, huh? I'm like, should huh? I respond? Do I say well, yes or what you think? What's the response my, to that? My, my response to that is Do you over-respond? <laughs> nah, I wouldn't. Is she I, trying to get the job? I don't my know response would be, oh, you funny. Right you got jokes. As a woman, if a broad came up and asked me the same question, or even if a dude came up and asked me the same question, I would look at that individual funny in the first place. For even Yo, Tone Robinson that. says you don't claim the work spouse. It could be your friend, though. It doesn't matter because here's the thing. If it's somebody that... We if if we're using looking at this title work husband work spouse so if you just don't want one no that's not, <laughs> that's not the point of that you just don't want one that's not the point of this what I'm trying to understand is I don't it it seems to me and from what y'all are saying it's more perceived as what other people perceive it to be the relationship this work relationship versus what the actual two individuals may. I never heard anybody I, say, this I is my work spouse or my work book. Like, I ain't, I've I heard, I, I'm I not, no, wait, no, was. I've heard, I've heard broad say that. Oh, I've yeah. heard broad say that about guys like this. Oh, he's just my work hubby. That's my work boo. And I've always looked at it, you know, a little bit sideways. Cause I never understood it. I just nod my head and smile. Like, see, okay. See, my office is a little different than y'all's might be. I got a DJ boo. We got barmaid. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're talking about the niggas in the call center. So I'm say, <laughs> we can do two of us. It's the same dynamic at my job. Might have a weight room. Job. We just got different right. I'll do my work. The cafeteria. Man. But this my this my at work boo. Like, mm. she makes sure I always got me something to drink. She 
Hey, Every time I come in, it's always okay. This is my work, but we that's it. You need some, she said, Go here. You go, whatever. I want to hear this. Song. Okay, fine, whatever. Right. We got a relationship like that, but we both realize that's it. But if you was to ask me, like, you got which one of these bitches needs your workplace? <laughs> <laughs> what? Right that's how they be, man. I'm trying to tell you, whatever job you work at. So, hold on, Dr. Borkowski, you had, but it was outside of work. Hmm. Elaborate, please. He had one, but that's not at work, boo. That's a little something different. That's right. A, that's we talking about show. at work. Yeah. We talking about specific, <laughs> specifically at we work. About the platonic The at place work, where boo. you're at eight to ten hours You know, a day. the person at work who you flirt with, right. and they flirt yeah. with you, right. and, you and it rarely gets past look, that. The person so that on holidays buys you a gift. Right. <laughs> and you wasn't even a gift buddy. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Man. They did not get you out of the drawing. That was not you. No, no. Yeah. You get mad when you don't pick them for whatever it is. Yeah, y'all went right. in half on the potluck. Y'all right. went to Costco together. <laughs> She brought you back some Chipotle. <laughs> no, she like, I right. got you Chipotle. Like, I see you couldn't get off the phone. Double meat. <laughs> and it said on the top of the little tin with Magic Market DM. Oh, we got some more rules, some more rules of the game. You what? don't smash the work spouse. Right, that's what we said. That's what we said. Yeah, yeah. Platonic yeah. This is a, this is right. a, a platonic non-sexual it's different once the relationship. Once you guys say, yeah, it's, it's beyond that. Then yeah, because like, once it goes sexual, it takes a whole a, different turn. Y'all having what white folks call an affair. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. that's the thing, and people don't realize that, and that a really, liaison. <laughs> I remember as a kid, I asked my mother. I said, "What is an affair?" And she looked at me crazy as hell, but she really. <laughs> Because my dad, my dad went home, so I could just imagine now what was racing through her mind. Oh, you know? Mm-hmm. What do you mean, what's an affair? Like, uh... and then I could see the relief on her face when I said, well, on your stories, everybody keep having affairs. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. And she was like, uh... She was like, well, when you get a little older, you'll understand, but it's when a married man and a, or a married, somebody that's married have outside relationships. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking nothing about so I'm thinking relationships Relationships What are you cutting deals Side deals Right I'm thinking like Boyfriend and girlfriend But at that age I really didn't know What boyfriends and girlfriends Was doing <laughs> Okay so. Alright Dr. Borkowski My friend attended a funeral And introduced Her friend As her work husband <laughs> What What wow. This was before me too Wait a minute Wait a minute, <laughs> Wait a minute. Time out <laughs> Oh! <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> That's some crazy Can shit. You report all right. All the work because you took this person okay. to the funeral. All right, Maria says there should be no work spouse, even an emotional relationship is cheating. Exactly. Well, this is what we're saying. We're taking we're taking <sighs> that out of it. There's no if we are not, it's no emotional. Ain't no little email. You know what I'm saying? No ain't no emails. Ain't none of that. Y'all ain't Texas. no. It's not sexual. Y'all are just spend when you're at work between all the people that you work with that is the person that you spend most of your time with that is the person that you go to lunch every day with that is the right. person that you know it, they you know they might drive one day you drive the next that oh, is the man. person that Sound you can right. reach out to you know what i'm saying for 10 bucks or that'll help you, you. like Mr. if you Jones and shoes. <laughs> right if you short on a bill you know what i'm saying this is somebody 
that might be able to let you hold something until y'all direct deposit hit <coughs> either on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Risk work in the building. You know what I'm saying? This is that type of a relationship. It's not something where we 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 sit in there and it might be an accidental <laughs> knee pat, knee grace, or we you know somewhere where you touch you you know touching their yeah. shoulders and all that. We're not talking about that because nah. that is a cheating relationship. That's an all affair. All of that is an affair and is a cheating relationship. <laughs> that will get that your pension it. snatched. Exactly because that's <laughs> you lose your pension. That's oh yeah, yeah. And divorce settlement. Yeah. You're touching. Oh. You know what I'm saying? You're touching. You're you're yeah, you're, touching. you're you're mm-hmm. you're in a mindset that this person is more than a coworker. This could be an alternative to cheating. <laughs> this could be a physical. <laughs> 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 I'm flexing. <laughs> this, this, this could be an, that could be an alternative to cheating. Like, man, I ain't gonna lie, I don't cheat on you, but it's this girl at work. I'll be flirting with her. And I know that's probably not cool, but I will never have sex with her. <laughs> <laughs> Unless, and the next day she at work like who uh, next day she's at work like which bitch is it right <laughs> at the job the I brought donuts right. for everybody everybody, <laughs> everybody. Unless we hey I just caught this bath and body work sale let me right. drop this off for you right elevator overnight and I can't help myself man why he be up there every day faithfully like what you who? can't work there. You tell your wife, she be like, you know you can't work there no more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what? Mm-mm. Man. Hey, so-and-so hiring, and they paying more. Man. I got oh, an man. interview for you tomorrow at 830. Kelly man. said, ain't no work spot, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> right out. She like, no. Nah. Yeah, no. Nah. Hold up. Mm-hmm. All you hoes mm-hmm. calling here from my daddy. <laughs> You like that, mommy? <laughs> Man. <laughs> What's up, Simone? <laughs> I guess we should have put the word secret at the beginning. Secret word sponsor. Nah, man. Nah, I mean, you if know. If you can't go home and tell your other. Yeah, you if you and you, on, this is the person that. Said, yeah. ain't no work spouse. Yeah. <laughs> but I've actually been on, like, like seen couples where they out and, and want to say to the. You know your husband is like my work spouse husband, and da, 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 they talk like this. It's, fades will be ran, man. So many fades to keep ran. If it comes down to that, and that's man. how you come home, you need to shut that shit down. Yeah, because that's you've already your started. Fades you know what I'm saying? Ran. You you did not go into that. That's not a, a relationship that you went into with the mindset of you were going to abide by your vows because you come home talking to your spouse talking about, yeah, guess what? No, get the See, fuck out of my face. Nigga, if you don't get your ass out of this house. Situations. Wow. Because Y'all I'm, both will get clapped. Man. For real? Your husband is my work spouse's husband, but we can have an after work threesome. No, that's that's See, a whole different level. These are the yeah. risks you take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, yo, it's horrible. All the I'm shows saying, on We Are Radio know the risk you take when you man. put this man on the mic. I'm <laughs> just saying, I'm I'm not the, the average type of thinker. I think a whole lot. Of st- like I, I have a whole lot of issues with the Justice Smollett thing. Like I, I don't understand it at all. Is that workspace related? Because of the way it happened, it's like letting people just think they could do whatever. How would it be work-related when it was supposed to have happened that him walking home at 2.30 in the morning? Because he 
He was coming from a subway. Wrote him out the script. No, he was All coming. Kind of but no, that that's consequences of it after. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? saying? He was he was alleged. Now he got to go back to work. Well, no, he's probably going to end up losing that. But that's a whole different. That's a whole different thing. That's not. <coughs> that's not something no, that would be. In my mind, when I think about stories that went crazy, I think about stories that like. What if that happened? What if this happened? Why did that happen? You know what I'm saying? I wonder stuff like that. Like workplace spouses, why did it What's up, April? Happen? That's what like I'm saying cuz I don't understand who thought of it, but like you said in the beginning, if it's if it's if it's people that you work with mm-hmm. and they see that you're hanging out with this specific person more than anybody else and they're the ones that be like, "Oh, don't worry, that's just they work." You know what I'm saying? That's just they work bae. They work spouse like that's that that label out. comes from somebody else because right. as you're saying with the different scenarios right. it you don't what's know what's going on april you fields? don't know april so fields. there's and it goes to what the comments are saying there is no work spouse that situation if at any of that if you very veer from the fact that this is a cool person you know what I'm saying? That I at least I that can at least make these eight to ten hours bearable. I ain't right. gotta kill everybody Is in it here. Cool to have a work spouse if you ain't in a relationship. If Absolutely. you ain't in a relationship, you can do whatever the hell you want. Right. So yeah, I mean, but if that you can have a workplace nine times boo, out of ten off the clock boo. But this is what I'm saying. Nine times out of ten, if you're not in a relationship, if you're not in a relationship, and the closest person you're dealing with is the person at work, then you got a whole lot of other issues. Man, because <laughs> <laughs> for real, you honestly, need to meet different people. people. Work spouse, it works spouse relationships that don't know it. I think it's a lot That's of possible. Work that speaks to the mental state of those individuals. It's dudes who get up in the morning, comb their hair, brush their teeth, splash on their cologne, mm-hmm. and everything with the thought in mind that they're gonna get to walk past her desk and catch her attention. And their motivation is to come to work and be seen by this other person. Where though? That's that's <laughs> but that's weirdo. but no but that's not oh, that's, that's not just, the motivation what is up, Philly I think, Field? behind a work spouse that's the motivation behind somebody that maybe wants to get to know somebody better and doesn't know how to approach but them they could be approaching them i'm saying like they could be at work you go you i'll, I'll grab me a pop yeah, but again more. and don't know mm-hmm. how to make sure yeah. that 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 is following through and carrying through into hey i would like to pursue you know what I'm saying? Something deeper with you, either specifically outside of work. Like we can be cool at work, but if you're doing all that with the thought when you first get up in the morning, like I can't wait to walk past this individual. You bed. are a nutball. A lot of people only see, and again, we're talking about the work environment. So a lot of people only see you in at work. A lot of people may not know how you are when you're off the clock and at yeah. home because mm. you got to put that persona on. Trust and believe. Anybody right. that really knows me knows me at home and the motherfucker that's at work, two completely different broads. Completely. You know what I'm saying? Completely different broads. So, Hello, Reginald. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so the idea that you, that an individual can be motivated by getting up and not uh, can't wait to get up to see this person is valid because that person might want to know more, but again, may not know how to approach like it. High school, though. Exactly. I can't wait to go to school. 
And you don't know. People got journeys through life. You know what I'm saying? People got journeys through life. So if you catch somebody in the wrong spot. Your lineup was crispy. That's funny. He knew his life was going to be around. He would be together. I see him. I'm like, oh, you done breast that little. You took something to your beard today. He he used to get together. So I, I, I know that you don't gotta be a nutball to do it. It's just like if you do nutball stuff afterwards, but you can right. always, you know, be a peacock. Be motivated to want to see somebody at work. Whatever. But I believe it's people in office relationships that just don't know they are. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I saw an article a couple days ago um, that said it was from the Washington Post, and it said the majority of young people are foregoing relationships they're single so if the majority of people if that of that millennial generation of those people that are 35 and under if the majority of them are single how does the idea of a workplace spouse play into that because now you could honestly be getting what you should be getting from having a significant other and actually learning about yourself in a real relationship versus you getting the fake serotonin, what they would give you if you took a Xanax, you know what I'm saying? That, that fake chemical balance back while you dealing with this person at work, because you may not know how to approach people outside of this job. This job may be, you may be employed at this job in a time of your life where you maybe have gotten certification to do something, you know, whether it's computers, insurance, mortgage, whatever it is. So you're meeting new people. And that's where you meet your new people is through your work career. I feel sorry for this generation coming to millennials, they call them whatever, because they, I don't think it's possible for them to have relations like we had relations growing up. No. I don't think it's possible because, like, I've seen couples, they'll be together in the, in, in shopping areas in Walmart or whatever, and they'll be on a date in the food court or something like and the, they sitting there on their phones. Mm-hmm. Chatting they back and forth. talking to each other. No, mm-hmm. they just on their they phones. they just on their phones, when yeah. When you pick your phone up, oh, this is a good time for me to pick my mm-hmm. phone up, and we both zone out. Before you know, we both been sitting there thirty minutes on our phone. And see, to me, that that's rude. Like I'm, I'm a product I, I, of the twentieth century, so that. that to me is very rude. If I am spending time with you, whatever we're doing, and you whip out your phone, like what the well then take me to fuck home. Like I could be smoking. Like for real. I don't know if it's a conspiracy because I'm, I'm partial conspiracy theories, but I believe it's some kind of agenda to make us all. Uh, antisocial, masturbating, introverted homebodies. I believe it's well. Here's the thing: everybody to stay in the house and spend their money that they making from doing stuff from home. Here's I the thing: like there that. was a movie. Two two points to that. There was a movie, you know, back in '95 with Sandra Bullock called The Net. Yeah, we are exactly Great where movie. she's at in that movie here in 2019 with the ability to do every single thing from the house and the ability to have our identities completely wiped out with the touch of a button. Okay, that's here. That's that's where we're at. Number two, when you don't socially interact with people that are different than you, that share different opinions than you, that come from different backgrounds or you're in a different area, you become 
mentally and emotionally stunted in the growth and development of your brain because your brain not only is an organ but it is run by electricity and different chemicals that's why they say people with depression and anxiety have a chemical imbalance through the serotonin because the serotonin levels are what regulate your emotions so if you have the ability to sit and be manipulated in front of a computer screen all day versus going outside and playing like we used to do as kids man you don't get to have the experience of falling down and busting your knee or getting into a fight because somebody took a, a dodgeball too hard to the face or you know was was playing something hide and seek whatever and, and whatever you don't have those same we have crappy communication skills you don't exactly and conflict resolution so you don't have the ability to be a critical thinker and really question how your behavior and how the way that you interact with other people determines what you're at and what you're doing. So you get to a place like your work, your job, and that's the only where place that you know how to interact because maybe, again, this generation has been so focused on these phones and these computers and these tablets that's all they've done is learned and studied and did whatever down on a screen. So that's what our job is, looking okay. at staring like, at screens you know, all day. Like, right. You know, it's like Joe versus the volcano. That when I go outside, it looks like the world is in super HD. <laughs> that's the weirdest. <laughs> like, wow, this is crispy as hell. It's real. It's supposed to be mm-hmm. crispy as hell. But it's like... I be on the devices so much. I read an article, and it was saying how cell phones condense your your worldviews, your your ideas of what reality to is. the size of the screen. Like it yeah. makes you think because all you see is people's celebrations, and you think life is a whole bunch of celebrations. Or you can have it where you see people's depression because it's going the the social media is designed to create in. algorithms. Based on what you like. Exactly. So if you see a post about depression and like it, you'll see more posts about depression. There's no, yeah, because there's no, they've they've taken the chronological order out of everything. You don't see. They want to digitally profile the world. They want to know you without knowing you. And you know what movie that was? That was Minority Report in in 97 with Tom Cruise. Because that's where we're at. I like Minority Report. You ever met somebody and they told you they just want to know social media? Yeah. Well, here you got to look at the permissions that you're giving these apps. Facebook Messenger being one of them you give them permission to your microphone you give them permission to listen to your calls you give it permission to go through your phone book you give it permission to go through your messages so you give all these apps permission to record you and to surveil you so just like with minority report one of the things that struck me in that movie way back when Mm -hmm. was when he walked through that airport that he was trying to get through and all the holograms were all advertisements geared towards him and they were calling his name yeah, you know, and, and that saying now. that, and the killing part about it is, there's game series called Mass Effect. It's a trilogy, and in those three games, you go to this home place called the Citadel, and they have the exact same things in those in the Citadel. Those walking ads. Every time Commander Shepard walk pies and you press A, there's an ad tailored for however you made up your Commander Shepard. Whether you made her mm-hmm. a spacer, a colonist, Earthborn, whether it was a Paragon, Renegade, an asshole, however you're playing your character, there's going to be an ad that's tailored to wow. that character. So the fact that not only is it here and it was shown to us way back in 97 for those of us who were alive then, and here we are, 2019, and Mass Effect, the first Mass Effect game came out in, what, 2000, I want to say 2005. So it's it should be no surprise 
here in 2019 that we're at the point that we're at. And let's not forget Eric Snowden. They declared a traitor for telling us they Ouch. were doing the shit. It's like so, you're a traitor, right? So my <laughs> thing is this: this this is why I hashtag everything country full of dumbasses because we as a people should have stood up then and said, no, he is not a traitor. He did exactly what, what he, he was, was supposed, supposed to, to do. do. He's a fucking patriot because you guys have been illegally surveilling and collecting data for years and because now here we are in 2019 and these apps every app go through every app you've ever downloaded and you want to know how you know if you got an android you go to google it's right there in your my apps and click on the last one and it'll tell you every app you've ever had and and every android device you've ever had facebook live and somebody could just stick their face in your exactly and then know them exactly Mm -hmm. exactly do you want to tag uh reggie you know why all those filters in the camera, Snapchat is the biggest one. It's a digital catalog of face recognition software. Man. That's why you're playing with filters. It's every time it's updating more you, and more you, them to the better aggravate and or not to aggravate, but to better see and recognize your face. So but if you, you go anywhere in this world, they they're going to find you. They were talking about putting an injection in your arm and uh-huh. you know how the thing where you can wipe your arm over stuff. They did all the stuff that they said, that little thing that we protest. Oh, that's the mark of the beast. The RFID chip. It's in your phone. They put it in your phone. They put it in your phone. And you carry it. A thousand dollars. And the thing about it is, you know know how they just tested it was when they did that um, nationwide tweet from the president yeah, that's when they tested it because uh, that wasn't for anything other than <laughs> to make sure it they worked. could tag the location of every single phone that had it in there mm-hmm. so if you had a phone that didn't get that tweet then you should have kept that phone and not update it because they didn't they couldn't tag that phone that's what it was because that's that's what every that's what was reported because they were saying that people did not get it and a lot of it was because people had older versions of the phones yeah, you know what I'm saying. People had older versions of phones, and certain versions didn't get the tech, didn't get it. So if you didn't get it, you should have kept whatever kept phone you phone. had and did not update it to get it. But if you did update to yeah. get it, then you're, it's you're, crazy. You're, you're, it's like it's a wrap. You know, I guess at the end they, of the day, I go about go ahead. I cut you off. Well, it's just that with all this uh, software and stuff you you carry, it's like like you were saying before. People are so worried about being tracked everywhere. Mm-hmm. You carry your tracker in your phone. Yourself. Yeah, you will not leave the house. Yeah, without your and, phone. And that's the thing. Like when I when try I it, it's liberating. Talk First to people. Say it don't matter what they do if you ain't doing nothing, you shouldn't even care. No, but here's the thing. Nah. Look at <laughs> look at what they're throwing people and killing people for. You know what I'm saying? You go to jail for little less than nothing if they wanted you. Right. If they really wanted you, know? you to go to jail. <laughs> And it's crazy. All this stuff, it's gonna be like a, a either a number skip. Oh, he a six. He a eight. Or it's gonna be colors. He a blue. It's gonna be some kind of like simplified scale for people to look at when they want to judge you digitally. Mm-hmm. They gonna be like, oh, he he an eight type of dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's how they gonna. That's we're gonna and hire you because you're eight. Right. What, yeah. Uh, how we're oh yeah. Somebody was like, man, you're an enigma. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, don't stop trying to figure me yeah, out, man. Just enjoy the that ride. That shit pisses me off. Because, see, here's the thing with Don't what, try going, back you're to what hurt you said, going back to what you said, Goldie. <laughs> they have been, they just enacted some new laws last year in 2018 in the mortgage industry for what was coming for the changes to the credit reports and how they were going to start using these different 
credit scales. And part of that was now they were going to be able to use how you paid your bills and how you use your checking accounts. So if you have a checking account and you, you know, bounce a couple of checks every month, now, you know, nothing too bad, but you might miss something here or there. And you don't have a bank like Huntington that gives you the 24 hour grace. I love my credit. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You, you know, you bounce a couple of checks. They can use that to deny you a mortgage. Because now it's all included in your credit report. They've changed that FICO algorithm so many times. <coughs> it's ridiculous what they what weighs now for qualifications when you mark certain things on the application. By certain things, I mean in your race, your mm-hmm. area code, and your ethnicity. <laughs> when you when they when they have those three things, that's when everything changes because that is what dictates the rates and the programs that they're going to give you. And how they're going to give them to you. Right. So the crazy part about it is we're getting screwed a lot of different ways. We are getting juked a lot of different ways. And it's not just at work with the workplace the spouses. Workplace spouses. <laughs> <laughs> you know we just went, right yeah. went around the world today. <laughs> right. And, and the killing part about it is we just talked for a whole hour with no break. So we got to go to commercial and we'll be back and we'll keep talking about Workplace spouses. We Up Radio is one of the fastest growing online radio stations in the country. If you want to grow your business, promote and broadcast live for your event, or start your career in broadcasting, We Up Radio is the place for you. We have plans and services for everyone. Email us at weupradio at gmail.com to find out more, or you can call us at 216-772-3393. Weupradio.com. Weupradio.com. What's up, world? It's your boy, Big Squeeze. Each and every Friday from 6 to 8 p.m., WeUpRadio.com. Check out the dopest show in the world, you heard me? Yeah, me and my homie Mook, we go out here, we go hard with the real hip-hop heads. We got that dope shit. If it's hot, we gonna play it, believe that. Tune in to the jungle, baby. Big Squeeze, Mook, 6 to 8, WeUpRadio.com. Topic every fucking man, you hate the radio. I despise it. I hate it. Tune in to Clutch Players University. You said who? Clutch Players University. Clutch Players University. Yeah, man. When? On Saturday at one. Get out of here. I'm not lying, man. Clutch Players University. Clutch Players University. When? On Saturday at one. Are you listening? Clutch Players University Saturdays at one. At one. Tune in to them on on WeUpRadio.com. Clutch Players University. Clutch Players. One p.m. What's up? So I'm tuning in. Saturdays at 1 p.m. on WeUpRadio.com. That's what's up. I I check. This is Goldie Montana. You're listening to WeUpRadio.com. 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 That Ghost of Don EP nicest. Make sure you go out and get that brand new EP from my man Ghost of Don. Yeah, that shit's called On The Money on all digital platforms, all media outlets, Google Play, iTunes. Make sure you go get that shit right now. Fuck that I had to cuss. You heard the new single with a love? It's crazy. Go download the EP right now on the money and follow my man Ghost of Dunn. Ghost, D-A-D-O-N 79 on IG. Follow him right now. Go download the EP on the money. Saying it's gonna quit, but it's still going on. Y'all gonna kill the right one. It's gonna be on. It's a 
act so low, down low, hustling low key. Now, nah, ho, I ain't fo. Where did my motherfuckers go? Y'all remember this whole she used to do nails for Rosier? Junked Radio. What up? What up? We're back. We are back. We, we have radio.com. No doubt. Follow Black Dollars. Uh, go to www.followblackdollars.org to find out more about the Follow Black Dollars movement. Once you lock arms and become a member, you will receive 10% off all products and services from Follow Black Dollars members. And you will, in turn, give a 10% discount to fellow members. All Follow Black Dollars members will receive a t-shirt and a stamper where you will stamp all dollars you receive and redistribute them back into the money supply. Anyone who presents a stamped dollar to a Follow Black Dollars member will receive the same 10% discount on all products and services. Join the Follow Black Dollars movement today. That's what's up. Yeah, definitely hit them up. That is a great movement to be a part of. We are talking about Mashon, you ain't gonna do nothing to your girl, man. <laughs> Workplace spouse. <laughs> do you have one? Have you had one? And if you did, what constituted them having that type of label on the way that you guys interacted at work? Right. Man. The workplace boo. Man. I mean, you know, the thing is, is that I don't, th- I think that like the general consensus I believe is that it's nothing bad per se. It's not a bad. It's just, you know, it's a, just a dynamic that you want to discuss. You know what I'm saying? I mean, do you, do people start off as the workplace boo and graduate or is it someone that's always just going to be in that position? It would probably, ha- I mean, I think it was something that starts off gradually. You don't automatically at least i don't know anybody who automatically thought that an individual they met at work was just so bomb that that was the type of way that they described them like that's my work bag like no it's just i'm i've heard i got some cool people that i met at work yeah you know but i've not heard that now as what's up amber as you get further into the time working there, like let's say you got a four to eight week training class, training period. Jesus. I've been through training classes that long. Well, I mean, let's, and let's just take it with the minimum short. Not, Cause a minimum training class is two weeks, you know? Well, no, it's not the minimum. Cause I've had some where they've been a day, a week, <laughs> you know, but yeah, like if you're getting into where they're hiring a certain amount of people, you know, mm-hmm. to where they have an established way of training that requires, you know, a lot of a binder and some handouts and that type of shit. Yeah. Then you most likely have a four week training period, two to four week training period. So that is usually the time, I think, when most of these relationships start. Because you're spending the majority of your time with whoever is in your training class Mm -hmm. when you start at this company. You're not versus just walking in and being able, being made to sit on the floor with them because the training might be self-paced. So you might got to go online and listen to webinars for a week, you know? Right. So where you can't interact with people 
unless you go to your break or on lunch or whatever. But if you're in a situation where you're in a classroom environment, then yeah, that's where I think the majority of these types of relationships begin because those are the people that you're exposed to right. when you first get into that company. Mm-hmm. Now, as you progress in that company, that nine times out of 10 tends to change. And that's because people either quit or get fired because, you know, once you hit out to the floor, it becomes real. You know, you got to put that train into work. Right. And, and a sales environment. You got to numbers. Right. You got a sales environment. You got to make sure your productivity starts Scam out with a bang. Right. <laughs> Otherwise, I love you, Skip. <laughs> you know, you had a 30-day training. You had a four-week training. Mm-hmm. Nigga, you won't make it the next. You had you was there just long enough. If Let's say if it's a 90-day window before your benefits kick in. And your first 30 days is spending four weeks worth of training. So you get out on the floor there. You see, they're giving barely giving you 60 days and they're not really giving you that to prove that you belong with this company. So if you come out of your training class and you have this relationship built with these people, this person, and then you get out onto the floor and you actually get to meet the people that been in the company like they're people, people. Right. And then, then you get on your team and you meet your team lead. And that's like, oh, shit. Now we didn't been split up. Mm-hmm. You know, so what happens usually with that is either. You know what? I hate that. I hate when you got you like your, your work squad. Mm-hmm. Your, the squadron be just split up. Mm-hmm. Man, that's like the worst. It is. And it, this is the absolute worst that I was working at. And we had a great training class and everybody was so cool. And. When we got out onto the floor, finally, we were so, it was so funny because where everybody had initially been sat, my squad, we was cool, like, cool, everybody right here, right. you know, together. And then the broad walked up to me and was like, Angelique, I'm going to put you up here by me. And I, and again, Angelique can't control her face. So... <laughs> <laughs> so oh, my God. So Angelique whipped around like, huh? And she was like, oh, no, no. Well, if you want to stay here, you can stay here. I was like, yeah, no, I'll stay here. I don't need to be up there by you. Because, see, I don't, I, I like to be on the internet and be on my phone and and do stuff. So okay. I, I'm not about to sit next to you. Right. And we, got, we, we got information from Maria Torres. What's going on? All right. Last time I had a work spouse, I stayed with him and we're together to this day. Aww. He worked with us at eight. I know that's he was, yeah. She's one of the um. She's one of the good relationships that came out of that. Right. Is they yeah they're still together. Like I said, I told y'all I know folks who who've been who've met at work and it's blossomed into like we said the the everlasting relationships. But that's not always the case, and a lot of people go a Man, lot of people go lot. into that. <laughs> now she said a whole lot. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and Lord, read it. Maria, though. did you write a damn paragraph? Maria wrote a paragraph. Oh, Lord. <laughs> God damn it. We only got 45 minutes left. Yo, I'm Maria. <laughs> Man, I'm sitting here like... Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> Just give All me right. a gist. Just give it. He worked gist. with us at AMO. Yeah. Only thing is I was single when I met him. Work yeah. spouses shouldn't be a thing if you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. A friend is a friend. Joke, laugh, have basic work convos or about the kids or politics. Anything beyond that, flirting, sexual banner, or joking, touching, feeling, what else, 
or secretly talking to them outside of work. <laughs> she said, I did. <laughs> and what? She said, what? <laughs> but she, she said, said she pull was, up. <laughs> but she said she was single when it started. So it don't yeah. matter. She wasn't in a relationship. <laughs> Man. But yeah, that's what, yeah, that's it. She's exactly right. She said, pull up. What? And I did. I'm going to say another one. That's so funny. Oh, I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> I need some water. <laughs> Reading all that. Oh, my God. Oh, boy, oh, boy. That's some funny shit. But, yeah, that, that is, she's exactly right. Because if you go into it with any other intentions other than the laughing and the joking, mm-hmm. then it's a problem. Yeah. It's a problem because it's not a work relationship. It's any other fucking relationship you've been in in your life. Right. And you're going to fuck it up, too. <laughs> it's gonna end badly. Right. It's not gonna. It's not crash gonna and burn all day, all day. I've seen it happen numerous, numerous times, numerous times. Mm-mm-mm. So, and the killing part about it is, what I find hilarious is there's been times where the the work spouse has quote unquote pimped out day work bay. And people and the and the other the other person don't realize that's what's going on. The other person think they just getting attention, uh-huh. not realizing they've been set up for the whoop. And there's videos and pics going around. Man, man, because I'm telling you, the same look, the same spot where me and my squad didn't get broke up, mm-hmm. nigga. <laughs> I'm looking at these videos like, ooh. See, this is what I'm saying, and this was before the Me Too. But first is, of all, why is, is you taking footage of anything like that at work? Here's the thing, because this is what they at do. Work. This is what they did. And this is what that got these these particular guys. That's what their reputations were at this company. So these men should have been fired long time ago. OK, because they were a walking lawsuit. But these bitches were so stupid. They didn't realize that they thought that they had the upper hand and it's like no they have you on videotape sweetie and what you're saying will amount to consensual and now next thing you know you're sucking his dick on tape on the clock a couple of them didn't know they were being recorded and it's until it got out because you know how offices are yeah you know what i'm saying until it got out and then it becomes well who got did what well what you didn't realize was while you were sitting here thinking it was just you and him honey it was him and his boys trying to see who could get you to do what first. And you played right into their hands because these boys just so happen to be in different positions in the company. So the one you might be messing with might be your lead. The next one might be his boss. Might be, then the next one might be his boss's boss. And they all sitting there laughing. And they all laughing at you. Just like in Kira, they're all going to laugh at you. They are. They are. And you're you're on video and you're being passed around the company. And new hires are coming in being shown this video. <laughs> I wow. So the idea that you have this relationship like that and that's what you're calling it is just to me is just outright ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Right. You know, because very few people can differentiate between the emotional part of a relationship and recognizing when they've let their emotions become a part of it to understanding uh, this is a really great friend. A lot of people, A, 
have never had a really great friend. And a lot of people be don't know how to be a really great friend. You want a great friend, but the you know, be a friend that, you know what I mean? You got to be you a friend. You don't recognize what it is. And that's right. how you have, that's what leads to a lot of different conflicts with people. Because again, you don't know somebody's background. You just know this person from work. You don't know what, all you know is what they tell you. All you know is what they, what you see. So you don't know what type of things these individuals may or may not have dealt with. You don't know the traumas or mental illnesses or whatever they're hiding with a lot. But again, don't get me wrong. A lot of that stuff is can will manifest you don't know they itself. Schizo. Right, <laughs> but, a, but a lot, a lot of people. And if bipolar. you are, if you are somebody that is is a critical thinker, if you're somebody that knows <laughs> how to be a good friend, then you also know how to recognize when someone may not, may or may not know, and that that's what you're trying to do. So, or you also may be able to pick up on those certain mental illness cues Mm -hmm. because maybe you have them too. You're just on your meds, but you can recognize what it looks like when you go off them. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't realize that. And this is like you, like I said, you, you're going to attract certain people. You're going to attract that negative and that positive energy. But it's like Odie said before. People are going to want to stay around you because of whatever light they may see. A lot of people stay around you because of that same light. They want to try to dim it. Man. A lot of people might want to try to amplify it as much as possible. A lot of people just want to get close and get a tan. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be able to recognize what type of individual you're dealing with when you want to take a relationship, especially at work, that is a friendship on the surface and at its most core and throw a label like work wife, work husband on it. This is not what it is. If you, again, and that's the thing, like if you, if it's to where it becomes any type of emotional attachment or, you know, touching, feeling anything extra and you're in a relationship, you are are so out of bounds. You know what I'm saying? You are violating so many things, so many things. You are so out of bounds. That's the world that we are living in right now because people think a that they deserve to be violated and that B violating is the way to go. And that's not that's no, that's not. No, you don't. Nobody deserves to be violated at all. What needs to happen is you need to understand as an individual who you are what you bring to the table and how your words, your actions, your behaviors affect individuals. You don't get to say that they don't hurt somebody or they don't make somebody feel a certain type of way. All you can do is explain your motivations behind it, whether right. it, whether it was something negative or whether it was meant in love or whether it was meant as a lesson, whatever it was until you can accept accountability for that and own it. Again, every relationship you're ever going to have, whether it's a work one or outside of work, is not going to is doomed to fail. It's going to be toxic because you you and then again, two toxic people. Come on now. Mm. Then you got kids. Then you got toxic kids, and the, and the cycle repeats itself. Mm. Walking taco, man. <laughs> so again, I feel like it's it's a it's a term that needs to go away. Hey, Jacola. It needs to go away because. If you got that good person that you go and you're going to work to and you're spending eight to 10 hours a day and y'all 
kicking it. And then by kicking it, I mean you're going to get lunch. You know what I'm saying? Cracking jokes. The, the, big, the highlight of the day is where we going to eat. You know what right. I'm saying? That's, that's the highlight, like where we finna eat. And then when you get off work and you leave the parking lot, that's, that's it. it. You know what I'm saying? You might hit a um, uh, a call or a text message on the way home, but that but that's it. Even you that's kind of saying? pushing it. But even still, you know what I'm saying? And, that, and that's what I'm saying, but that's it. It might be. It might be. like Especially, like let's say, and the reason I say that is I've had some car shit shenanigans. <laughs> So, you know, what up, Jay I've, I've had to reach out to a couple people after they left the parking lot. Like, mm-hmm. um, could you bust a U-turn? Because, you know, baby don't want to start, car don't want to stop. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. again, and that's the reasoning for this, quote unquote, this work relationship. Because you do have somebody there that you can depend on. Yeah. If something like that happens, I need a jump. Can you come back? You know what oh, I'm saying? I need a I ride. Got a, I need a ride. I got flat a flat. You know what I'm saying? I got in. I got a flat. Can you, you know, follow me up to Conrad so I can get this free air? Mm-hmm. You know? So those are the type of things that I look at when I'm dealing with somebody at work. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I don't go into work looking to call somebody a work spot. That shit is, is so stupid to me. <laughs> it just don't make no sense. Be like, because, work. Man. I'm here to work. Man. And that's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the biggest thing. I'm here to work. A bonus is going to be if you meet somebody or if I meet somebody that is like, okay, you're super cool. And we not only we can kick it at work, we can kick it outside of work. Right. But that has to be organic. Exactly. And the killing part about it is uh, with a lot of people, it's not. Because a lot of people will meet at work. They'll hang out. You know, they'll be good. They'll go follow each other on Facebook, but they'll never go do anything outside of work. You know what I'm saying? They won't go to the winery or to the movies or anything like that. I do that with very select people that I met as coworkers. Yeah. Because me personally, I don't trust nobody. (laughs) And I am an equal opportunity offender. So catch me on the right day. I'm pretty sure I'm going to piss you off in some way, shape, or form. I'm going to insult you. And not give a damn. You know what I'm saying? And you, right. Because I'm not here for none of that. Like, I'm not, I don't got to answer for you when I die. He ain't going to ask me about you. Right. You ask me about me. What, who, huh, huh, huh? If that's what I'm believing in at that particular point, like, oh, here it goes. Because that changes too. Right. Like, yeah. like, come on now. So you can miss me. Like, this I, is Buddhist Wednesdays. Man. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the killer part about it. Because the the thing about it with the it it all ties into what I like to call the fake outrage of the the what are we now what are they calling the twenty ten to twenty twenty what are they calling that the twenty teens is that what they're calling it something like that because yeah. to me it, it's it'll be bookended if we were doing one of those VH1 countdown shows it would be bookended by the term and not fake news but it would be fake outrage yeah because a lot of people are mad. And people be ready to fight. So like I said in the beginning, it's over the wrong shit. It's over the dumbest stuff. Like you're mad for the for the absolute most asinine wrong reason ever in life. And this is where we are. The fake is fake outrage over everything. Yo, um yeah, Tony Rizzo would call it um getting hooked. You know, I have we not get hooked to for so many things. Rizzo since I was in, since I interned there, 
That's so funny. I have not listened to K&R because you know what? I cannot take Hammer. I just can't. <laughs> and even before I went for the radio and TV stuff, listening to them was what made me do it because I wanted to cuss Hammer out. Like, he's such... He 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 is probably... I would say dude, he's probably... I've met him. The I've best troll ever. No, that's not an act. I've met him. I interned there for 12 weeks with a broke-ass knee and a walker. He is exactly what he is on the radio. He wow. is that type of a sniveling, weaselly little... <laughs> like, and, and I'm on a walker. And every day that I'm in there, I'm three times a week I'm in there on a walker. I wanted to, as I'm hopping to the damn computer to cut up their freaking podcast, I wanted to sling that walker across his head every time I slayed eyes on him. Every single time. Because it's just like, you are what's wrong with this country. You come from money. You've mm-hmm. Your whole skew, your whole worldview is skewed. And you're in the wrong city for that. You, you're only here because this is your dad is friends with the owner of the station. That's it. It's the only reason why he's here. The guy that owns the station has several other stations. Why can't we ship his ass somewhere? I don't ever know. I asked that when I got down there. They didn't really have an answer. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't understand. Because he's just, So that's not an act? I thought it no, was an act. No, it is not an act. It is not an act. I thought that and was part know, of his... Uh, no, it's not. You know what I'm saying? It's not. I remember... And see, here's the thing. When we had the, um, the customer appreciation party that they do every December for the listener, the listener party. Yeah. And that was the year where... The night before, Riz got arrested for beating on his wife drunk. Damn. That was, okay. Because we got, I get down there because it was up at, you know, the Racino. So I yeah. get down there. We, a bunch of interns, we got to set up and put all the tables and all this stuff together, you know, different packages and um, listener packages that everybody was going to get. And we get pulled into the thing and they're telling everybody else that, yeah, he's not going to be able to be there. And it's like there's he's had an issue and he won't be there tonight. Like, okay. And then, you know, so you go to the Internet and, of course, it's like, oh, (laughs) now we know. So here's the thing. Like what now all these people, all these listeners are going to be asking about this all night because, you know, we had to eat and the whole the whole big thing. So yeah, it was it was some crazy stuff as far as that night, and then that night, like all the personalities are there. You, at that time, Bruce Hooley was still was still with the station. Emmett Golden was there because the show that I worked on had was was with Emmett and Bruce and Gerard, and um, all of those guys were there. So you meet everybody, you meet everybody's significant others, and you met Hammer's wife, and she's this gorgeous girl, and it's like, how the hell? And then I remembered, I'm like, oh, right, the money. That's why. Because there's no way on this planet that if he did not come from the family that he came from, he would bag a girl like that. Because that, that broad, she could have been one of these... Uh, Celebrity wives. Yeah. Like, what the hell are you doing with this twat? Like... <laughs> <laughs> And she was just the sweetest thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yeah, it's the money. That's all it is. It's the money. Because he's, a, he's yeah, but, yeah, I've given him enough airtime. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's not an act. He's an idiot. 
I don't care for him. You I didn't care for him there. Say that's the it's the facts. Yeah, and he's just mm. man. <laughs> I mean, I look at it like this: any other market, he would have been gone. He would have been gone. He would have been off air. But Cleveland only has two sports talk radio stations. And when KNR went FM and they debuted FM, that that took a lot of their listeners. They only get listeners because it's the only ESPN affiliate. Mm. That's it. If they didn't have that, they would have no listeners on KNR. Because everybody listens to 92.3. Because <laughs> you know? I switched. That's what I listened to. Like, Because I, I couldn't take it. And then after you keep changing shit, like, oh. Yeah, yeah, it's I like Emmett, Emmett and Gerard didn't have like eight different shows. Right, <laughs> right. It's them. Right. Just let these. I be- enjoy them though. I, I like them, but I mean, it's Look, like I had a dude, great time doing it. Y'all didn't had like oh, y'all didn't been is y'all too is Emmett and Gerard. That's y'all. Well, a show. lot of that too is they don't have no control over the format changes the way that they come because again that comes from the different people that are in the different departments selling the advertising. Right. So that's one of the reasons why I'm, I'm glad I'm not on terrestrial radio anymore because you can't say what you want. And there's so much other red tape that you have to go through when it comes to quote unquote, your show and your format and what you can talk about and what kind of calls you can take and what kind of contests you can run what kind of topics you can have, what kind of music you can play for the bumper. You see, I play, I, sometimes I let the whole damn song play. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. I can't like, do that. You know what I'm saying? I can't do that on KNR. I can't do that on 93. You can't do that on 107. No, you cannot. You know, so why would I waste my time there when I can tell you niggas how I really feel? <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, <laughs> wristwork custom bracelets. Go to www.wristworkcustom.com to purchase exquisite bracelets for all occasions. They are an excellent gift idea as well as an accessory. Become a wristwork addict today. Speaking of which, uh, they are doing a pop up shop tomorrow at Fawaki Burst on Mayfield in South Euclid. So if you're in the Cleveland area, you definitely want to fall through tomorrow at Fawaki Burst, uh, Black on Juice, Spot, Juice Bar. Yes. Ooh, I like a good juice bar. Juice bar. Great sandwiches, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely fall Wait, through. sandwiches. You know yeah. sandwiches. Yes, they friend. have, they got sandwiches. Oh, with the, with the D, so that, yeah, yes, they my sandwiches at Fwaki Burr. So, it's mm-hmm. going down. Um, So, Wishwork Custom, along with uh, Love Star Galaxy, doing a pop-up shop Sunday. So, fall through. Sweet. <clears throat> yeah, but workplace spouses... It's, it's, a, just, it, it's a beautiful it's thing. No it can't be. It. It's no. It's You're no, like, no. It's <laughs> because here's the thing. If you are in a relationship and that's what you label what this is supposed to be at work, then you need to rethink a lot of things because your significant other at home that either pays the bills or helps you helps pay the bills or you may have kids with, that's you're screwing up a lot of that just for somebody at work, number one. And you're you're messing with the money. You're messing with your paycheck, because if it goes I south, swear. you know what I'm saying. If it goes south, what are you gonna do? And it's like if you're not in a relationship, then unless there's been a, a declaration of okay, this is my significant other, we're gonna be in a relationship, then you can do whatever you want. If that other person is in a relationship then you as a person that's single needs to make sure there's boundaries Mm -hmm. because 
you don't want to contribute to destroying a uh, relationship. Well, no, not even a relationship to destroying your check. Because you don't know. And the, lot, the the hashtag these days is petty. So if you messing around with somebody that got abroad or got to do, ain't nothing but a phone call can't fix. And now ain't nobody got no job. Man. Say what now? Say who? Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. Fire? What mm-hmm. I do? Oh. Uh, um, no, we got word that. What? Yeah. And that's the other thing, too, because people tell their business to everybody. Right. Yeah, phone calls can kill you. I don't understand this. Like, people got their business on, on Facebook. They got it on Instagram. They got it on Twitter. And they wonder <laughs> why everybody know they shit at work. Well, nigga, just log on. It's right. right there. Right there. <laughs> you idiot. Like, hmm? Telling everything. I'm like, no. But if you're single and that person isn't single, then essentially y'all are friends Mm -hmm. until you become a either friends with benefits or friends in a relationship and now you're in a relationship well you're in a relationship then you (laughs) this is what i'm saying this is fwb this is this is what it's gonna this is what it's gonna metamorph to unless you have made some type of um unless you guys are going out and you guys are scheming on hooking up with people together. And I don't mean you and the other person together hooking up with other people together. I mean you as individuals mm-hmm. going out to look for other individuals for each other. Right. You know, so if y'all we like if you a guy and a girl and y'all go to the to the what to the barley house, y'all uh-huh. not going together as a date. Y'all going to look for something. Wingman. Right. Like who can I hook up Yo, with? Yo, some of my like best that? wingmen have been other women. Man. <laughs> and that's the thing and you can differ you'll have that type of relationship you'll have that type of bound boundaries will have been you know established when you're both single right it only becomes a problem when somebody one or both of you are in a relationship and then you you're just taking it too far then it's all bad <coughs> then it's all bad and that was leads to this new prevalence of the, the side bitch, the side <laughs> man. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, when did when did being in the background, being on the side, when did that shit become cool? Man, it's been cool. No. Man. No. no. You could go back to the, you know, back in the day for those who, that, that are it was soul then. music aficionados. You can go back to the to the Millie Jackson days. Shit, or, me and Mrs. Jones. You know what I'm saying? Or Shirley Murdoch. Yeah. But you know this what I'm is saying? what I'm saying. That's it, it, it. Man, side piece has been in the game for a long time. I'm not saying they haven't been in the game. I'm saying it's ridiculous simply because each individual, you feel that shitty about yourself that you're willing to accept whatever you, whatever story that's been concocted as truth as to why you have to be in a relationship and share something with somebody else for whatever reason. Me personally, I'm a selfish individual, so I don't. I don't let look. I don't. I don't like to share my plate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I, very rarely, depending on who I know. If I if I don't really know you, I'm damn sure not gonna light a blunt in front of you. You know what I'm saying? So again, my time. I'm very selfish with my time. Like, no, no. So the idea of being in a position for 
20, 30 years, especially if you go and look at all those movies from, from the 70s, especially the black movies from the 70s. Like, yeah. what? Oh, really? I know a lady that was like the side piece for 40 years. Oh, Lord, fix it. Dude, like, well, like 84. Oh, Lord. <laughs> still married. Lord. <laughs> he still slide through the spot. And see, this is the thing. <laughs> Here's my thing. I know Are a lady. You, you, if you're gonna if you're gonna be in the long haul like that, forty years. If you're gonna be in the long haul, being on the side for long haul, um, don't you think, or did you think enough ahead enough to guarantee a spot in the will? Because here's the thing: when that person dies and he's married or she's married, and the husband becomes character overseer of whatever estate there was, she gonna find out. Not only that, but um, if you were promised anything and there weren't legal ramifications put down there to where you got it, you just wasted those years. Your whole life. I mean, for real. Because let's say you had kids and let's say this person dies. Maybe this person was on, had another job or had some secret money and was paying your insurance and your medical. And the wife didn't know it, been paying it for 30 years. And he dies. You ain't nowhere in the will. He told you he had all type of stuff for you. <laughs> she told you, I got all type of stuff for you. Right. Kid, your kids is going to be all right because you done messed around and had not one but two kids. On the low. And now those kids got kids. And like I said, he was paying the life insurance and all of that. Now this motherfucker's dead. Here you was kept on the side for so many years. You ain't work. You was the housewife. You was maintaining his second home. <laughs> second home. You know what I'm saying? So my, again, this is the type of thing that I don't understand. Why do you feel that that is what you deserve? Or that is, why does that represent love to you? You got money though. It's not always necessarily about money. But that's money. the thing. I mean, if you just do this maintaining all of this other stuff, I mean, you know. That's on she's, the dude. You know, she feels secure in that situation. She should feel far from secure because, as I said, in I'm the not. Scenario, I'm not an advocate for that. I'm not an advocate for, for for that way of life. I'm just, you know, from based upon, you know, the facts you laid out. Dude was doing this, 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 and this. You know. But that's usually what what they're doing and what it is. And and is if you're gonna sit there and be there for, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years. If you didn't make any type of necessary, take any type of necessary precautions or any legal ramifications for after one or both of you died, whoever is the person that you're is is not the side. And now you're sitting here, like I said, and let's say you've been you've been doing this for 10 years and you got a you got two kids, you know, six and seven years old. These are young kids. If some gun dies at work. Now mm. you ain't use on his benefits. Where you, where you, what you going to do? You didn't work. He was paying for everything. Man. He was controlling everything. And well, now you're trying thing. to figure out what's going on. And you knew. You knew in the beginning. And then it happens and you try to play, oh, I didn't know. Bitch, you knew. You knew. Nigga, you knew. You knew. It was just, you was kept and you was cool with it and you enjoyed the ride. You enjoyed the ride. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, everything that everything has a beginning and an end. So, you know. 
But yeah, that's the thing. People think that being a side piece is just dope. I never understood it. I never understood it. And I stand by my statement. I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> if I mean, you are a side piece, call in. I, it doesn't matter. Even if you if you are, you can call in all you want. I'm going to tell you it's ridiculous. Because you're letting whatever emotion that you're doing mm-hmm. dictate that. Period. Every individual deserves to receive the same type of energy they put forth. Everybody deserves reciprocity. That's right. I so, believe that. I'm a, I'm a big believer in reciprocity. You know, fair exchange, no robbery. Yeah. You know, so if I'm putting forth an effort, if I've told you that we're going to do this, but now all of a sudden, here you got a kid, you got a family, the fuck? <laughs> you know how much dick is out here, nigga? <laughs> Ain't no way in hell. Ain't no way in hell. For the sake of love, am I going to sit up here and put up with this shit? <laughs> no. Like what? No. And that's the thing. They, there's not there's not that reaction. Mm-hmm. The reaction is, oh, well, if I do this, if I do X, Y, Z, then he'll do A, B, C, and we can be one, two, three. No. 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 I'm a product of, of soap operas. That don't work. No. It doesn't work. He never leaves. Fair never, exchange, no robbery. Leaves, she never leaves. They're, they're never going to leave the situation because especially if people have been together any type of time, 10 years or more, to where they got debt, mortgage, and all type of shit. They ain't leaving. Come on now. <laughs> they gonna, they going to wait it out. <laughs> like, that's why the song say it's cheaper to keep her. They're going to wait it out. In, in, uh, one of the things that I see all the time on the true crime shows is with a lot of these, especially with a lot of men, they will kill before they take the loss of having that financial hit through a divorce because they emotionally it's they want to be done we want to be done with the situation we don't want to be bothered we don't want to give her the divorce we don't want to lose the kids we don't want to pay alimony we don't want to do anything that would force us to be a man we just want to run out here and do whatever we was doing to cause the situation so we're going to kill and it's crazy because people think, again, that women in particular think that that's what they deserve. And it's like, no. The situation does go both ways, but you still have to be cognizant and aware of you as an individual. And again, like I said before, what you bring to the table. Yeah. Because if when you don't, that's how you end up settling. And that's what it is. Wow. Settling. For those situations, because whatever whatever your everyday situation is, you don't think it's going to get any better. You don't think this, that, or third is going to get any better. And the key word is you don't think. Right. And it's like, no, you need to think I deserve as much as I put out. You need to think nobody deserves to walk all over me for me being me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? People don't think like that. People don't think they think that I don't need this. I don't. He's doing this because he loves me. She's doing no. No, they're doing it because you're allowing them to do it. it. (laughs) You are allowing it, and you settled for it, and you're content in it. Right. And that's what you want. Because for whatever. Didn't be wanting to get a promotion. No, you don't get promoted. (laughs) What's wrong with you? (laughs) You don't get promoted. 
Speaking of promotions, uh, go to Amazon Day and purchase Avery Hart's critically acclaimed book, Wholesome Pie and Splinter Wood. It is one of the most intense and brutal reads in years. This book is for the wolves, not the sheep. Wholesome Pie and Splinter Wood available on Amazon and all other digital outlets. Mm-hmm. Man. So we talked about workplace spouses and everything else. <laughs> <laughs> We do it from workplace spouses to side pieces. Well, well, because they they go, they lead to the side piece. Right. Because if you take that workplace spouse relationship to the next level, then that's what it becomes. Then somebody's a side piece. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're in a relationship, allegedly. Supposed to be. Or are you a what they call a homeless sexual? Are you sleeping with somebody just for a place to live? Man. And still out here doing your thing. It's a lot of that going on. It is an extreme amount of that is going on. It's tax time. Mm-hmm. You know, as soon as that tax money up, it's about to be summertime. They about to be out here acting a damn fool. Right. I'm out. Yeah. Soon as the sun drops I'll find somebody floor to sleep on. And that's exactly what it be. Man. That's exactly what it be. And then you got, but then it's always going to be somebody that as soon as they think you've made, you're being nice to them, you want to take it to a different level. And it's like, no, I was being nice, but I see I came with you, so you're going to catch the bitch every time from now right. on. Right. You you misconstruing it. I'm just, you know, a decent human being, Man. and I don't want nothing else from you. Man. You know, and the thing is, it's unfortunate that, you know, when you're just being a decent human being, that people, you know, mix it up and think that you're romantically interested with them, and you're not. Mm-hmm. You're just being nice. Mm-hmm. It's like I open the door for every woman that walk past. That's like I was saying. <laughs> It's not about like, you. What I was telling the, the chick this morning, like, why I don't know what about my face has changed to make people think you can just approach me. I've spent decades c- cultivating. <laughs> <laughs> keep going. Like, right. Don't, don't don't approach me in the mall trying to sell nothing from your kiosk. Like the resting like, bitch face has yeah, been like, has been on. And the fact Ever that, since I've known you, said, you've had the resting bitch face. And the resting bitch face will rest when her work is done. But here's the thing. In the last week, I've had two people approach me, and I was like, okay, I got to fix it, because I don't know. You slacking. Yeah, I don't know. Did I have a smile or something? You done fell off. But no. That's the thing, and I get that shit all the time, and it's like, no, nigga, I don't like you. You use your finger when you read. (laughs) I seen your ass ass during the training class. You use your finger when you read. I'm cool. Oh, my God. Talking to me about some little Zan, some what? Who, what nigga? Who? Some little who? If it, if Wayne don't come after that, you got to exit stage right. Mm. I may listen to a little flip look, from time to look, time. If it ain't Wayne or Kim, ah. I, I I don't want what you your your impression is all wrong. You you need to go home and try again. Cause that's right? No. You know how the the game used to be Red Rover, Red Rover. You can't come over because. <laughs> <laughs> You need to go and take four steps back. Right. <laughs> Man. Yeah, no. But that's the thing, and it's terrible because it makes you not want to be a decent human being because people take it the wrong way. Yeah. I'm just nice. And mad. Why if you say that nice shit to get me in trouble? <laughs> you catch me on the right day when I done had my medication. I ain't got nothing to say. Mm-hmm. Like, when you catch me when a nigga hungry, hangry, Sleepy, 
please. I'm pretty sure it says on my face. Don't approach me talking about Aunt Fleet. What? And my mama looked just like this. <laughs> and you're gonna look like, well, what did I do? You didn't. You what? Because if you call, if you think you know me, you wouldn't knew that wasn't okay. Nope. Like my, like my, like my nigga uh, Splint said, if you were thinking, you wouldn't have thought that. Right. But that's some crazy. <coughs> that's some crazy stuff because what happens when you're in the workplace and and people misconstrue something. It can actually cost you your life, for real. Yeah, it costs you a job and costs you a livelihood because somebody goes to HR and you didn't know, maybe a guy didn't know, but if, if, and because I'm not, I'm somebody that I don't care for people touching me. I I don't know you. I don't know where you've been. Don't touch me. You don't know me. Like, man, like my dude said in How High, give me three feet. (laughs) No, I don't, I don't know you. But I've always been like that. Right. But if you're somebody that don't know and maybe don't know me, but you're a touchy feely person and you come and here you go. Yeah, man, don't touch me. You know, with maybe with the shoulders on the back or the slap on the shoulder, like, hey man, what's up? And I look at you like, Hey, don't touch me. And that's that's always been my reaction to that is hey, don't touch me. I don't like to be touched. Look, I told you what it was. Most people tend to get offended by that. So next thing you know, I'm sitting in the HR office. Because you were being you, and I was being me, but you got mad because you didn't understand that you were cross. You crossed what the part of don't touch me? You crossed the boundary. Yeah. Maybe, maybe nobody's ever talked to you about boundaries. Maybe you, everybody you've ever dealt with, you know, had no problem with that. A lot of people don't mind that. I'm not one of them. Yeah. You know, don't touch and, me. And a lot of people maybe don't have a problem with it, but maybe might have felt. Maybe you lingered too long, you know. Sometimes, or did, did you try to massage me? You know, they all. There's always a way. People get offended if you look at them too long. Man, and that it it gets to that, you know, fake outrage because you're mad at the wrong shit. I just told you, just don't touch me, and you got me in the office. Right, got me in the office. You could have just said, "Oh, I'm sorry," right, and had it cleared up. But that goes again to, you know the lack of communication skills mm-hmm. and again like conflict resolution like mm-hmm. you know we're 20th century kids so we had to actually work those things out mm-hmm. we had to step to you girls on the brain. dance floor and say can i get a dance and get rejected mm-hmm. and not shoot up the school right <laughs> you took it on the chin <laughs> as you ask a girl hey can i go to the prom she'd be like no nah. And you dealt with it. Man, because you, at the very least, you had two or three other people that you was going to try to right. ask. Or, you, or we was like the last generation to go to the club and try to step to the step to the ladies and get and get shot down. And be okay with leaving alone. Right. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Now. Now these niggas go out and it's a They want to shoot something. Man, Give me your number. Oh. In the club, you know. It, it is very terrible. And I talk to my daughters and I tell them, you know, these guys that are growing up now, y'all do all this interacting on the telephone, Listen, you know, over the Internet. Y'all don't have no interpersonal skills. That's going to be the topic for next week. <coughs> hanging out with coworkers outside of work. Ah, that's, that's going to be the topic for next week. Hanging out with coworkers outside of work. Yeah, because. 
good, what bad, is, or indifferent. What is your criteria for hanging out with coworkers outside of work? Do you and and what are the experiences that you have? Do you still do it? Do you still interact with with those people if if somebody ends up leaving a job or the company goes out of business or for whatever reason you guys don't work together anymore? That's going to be the thing because I think a lot of people don't realize you can meet a lot of great people at work. You can. And you can have a lot of great relationships blossom at work that don't have to fall into a stupid-ass category like a workplace spouse, otherwise known as a as a friendship. So, yeah, next week we're going to talk about the, the hanging out with the coworkers. And if you do hang out with coworkers, are you your real self when you hang out? Or are you the work version of yourself? Right. You know what I'm saying? Because some people, when you do hang out, you still have to maintain that work persona with that individual or with certain individuals. You may not be as close to in the group that's hanging out. Mm -hmm. Or or is it a situation where you can truly be yourself where, yeah, okay. You niggas don't. You, you, you. (laughs) Angelique is off the clock. Angelique is off the clock. She is no longer in the building. She don't wake up until it's. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. Tell you what we're not finna do. (laughs) Like, you know, y'all thought y'all knew me. Man, you thought wrong. Thought like like, like, mom used to say back in the day. Thought like Hannah. Man. (laughs) We like, Rich, you got a whole. You got pistols in the car and oh. <laughs> but yeah, so put a bow on this on, show, bars on workplace <laughs> spouses. I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> and I don't particularly understand why people use that label and think it's okay. Right. Because I don't know, I like it. You know, it's cool. You like what, the label? I mean, you know, I mean like when done properly, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And what is done properly? I mean if it's just work or somebody to hang with, whatever, whatever. It ain't romantic or nothing like that. But again, to but me, to me, that's, that's just a friend. a friend, though. So yeah. So you can't like it. It's a friend. <laughs> I <laughs> guess. No I guess sense. I don't like it. Do you realize what you're saying? Yeah. That doesn't make no sense. Yeah. Yo, ladies, I'm sorry, but not sorry. You see me at the gig. There is no chance of us hooking up ever. I'm here for that bread. Man. Regardless of my relationship status, I can be single as hell. I am not on it. I always make it known. I am here. Not on it. For the pay to the order. Not on it at all. Not even. You are not about to have me in HR on that. If you trying to go smoke. <laughs> then, sure. We can go to my car and we can take a ride. We can go over here to Chipotle or wherever we need to go. I know all. These, I know all these little back roads. That's a horse here. of a different color. Yeah. Yeah. I know all these little back roads over here to Seven Hills. So we can take a nice little ride over here on Oak Tree Boulevard. Oh my God. <laughs> and we can go slow, but that's about as far as 
is going to go. <clears throat> because what you're not going to do is mess with my money. At all. That's what you're not going to do. <laughs> and if in any way, shape, or form, I perceive that that's where you want to go or how you want to take it, if something don't the show go your is way, over. Look, if something don't go your way, guess who won't have a job before I won't have a job? Right. Like, my thing is this, though. Like, as you get, I mean, I would think that as you get older, at least for me, is that if people wasn't so fascinated on sex, you will find out that you that people are like, there's a lot of wonderful people out here that can do a lot of things for you and just you do a lot of things for them and it could be great mm-hmm. if everybody wasn't so focused on sex. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And that's the key. But I think a lot of that, a lot of that speaks to the mental state of the individuals that you're dealing with. Yeah. Because a lot of people aren't as sexually mature as they like to think that they are. Right. And stop thinking about sex all the goddamn time. And that's the thing, because if you if you were a title like work husband, work spot, work wife wouldn't even be in your in your in your wordplay. Because that's that would be something that you wouldn't accept. Man. I'm just saying. So we will see you mofos next week.